What's up, everybody? It's KJ52 here. Welcome to the KJ52 Podcast. First of all, big shout out to all my new patrons. We have almost tripled our patron uh, support on patreon.com forward slash KJ52. Uh, big shout out to all the new people. Thank you so much. For those that are maybe tuning in for the first time, you don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I uh, have a Patreon page um, that helps support everything I do from a podcast perspective, from a ministry perspective that I do with my juvenile detention center outreach, um, all that stuff. And so if you'd ever consider being a part of that, head over to patreon.com forward slash KG52 and uh, you can help make a huge difference in the lives of a lot of kids that really need it. So uh, anyway, I'm going to dive right on in entitled this podcast is You're Too Old! Exclamation point. Maybe I should be saying your too old question mark. Uh, what am I talking about here? Well, this whole thing sort of came about today um, when I was dropping off my son at school. And leading up to this moment, my uh, me and my kid had been, uh, you know, going back and forth over some stuff. He was getting a little ticked. Actually, he was a lot ticked. Uh, I'd like to tell you that my family life is always 100% perfect and my children always completely fall in line and do exactly what I need them to do, but um, uh, I don't know what sort of utopian existence you live in, but I live in the real world where arguments happen and things go down, and in this case, uh, the, the the reason why is not so much important why we were um, uh, going at it, or I should say, not going at it, because I don't, I don't get sucked into arguments with my kids. Um, you know, I believe in here is the deal. And if you don't fall in line with it, you can either face the consequence or you can miss out, so to speak. And so we were at one of those situations and he was pretty ticked at me and I was dropping him off and (laughs) I'm already laughing as I say this, but he was getting frustrated because I wasn't giving in on something and he was really wanting me to give in on that particular thing. And he was doing everything in his, in his might and power and strength to get me to get in on this particular thing and I was not budging and I'm the wrong one to be messed with when it comes to that kind of stuff and he just finally like right before he kind of got out of the car he just kind of like got super frustrated and mad at me and he goes you're old (laughs) I'm already laughing when I say it because to say that had nothing to do with what we were you know butting heads over it wasn't like I was sitting here going, you know, you can't have a bicycle because in my day we didn't have bicycles. We walked uphill in the snow in covered wagons like pioneers. No, it had nothing to do with age. Like what we were butting heads about had nothing to do with it. I think he was just like grasping for straws to say something to me that would like get under my skin. And um, he said either like you're old or he said like, you're too old. I don't know what he said, but it was something to that effect. As if this was going to make me flinch or cave or something like that. And this was also like based on another sort of semi-conversation I had uh, the day prior. And something about my age had come up or something like that. And it was like, uh, you know, someone had kind of like jokingly said like, well, you're, you're old now or something like that. And look, I'll be the first one to acknowledge that my existence and what I do is not the norm. You know what I mean? 
Uh, there ain't too many over 40 Christian hip-hop artists slash youth pastor slash uh, traveling speaker slash etc. I, I get it. I'm an anomaly. Um, but the funny thing to me is like if you're just going to use my age as an insult, like to me that's the equivalent of saying like, you have brown hair. I can't do anything about that. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it would bother. It's like telling me I have brown hair or blue eyes. It's like, yeah, that's what I have. What, what, what do you want me to do? Like, you want me to change my, I guess I could change my hair color. I can't, I guess I could change, artificially change my, my eye color. But like this sort of, I don't want to call it ageism in hip hop or ageism in ministry or anything like that. Um, the idea that, you know, someone is disqualified over their age, which has validity to it. Now, trust me, like, there is something to be said about, like, connecting or, like, you know, you can definitely age yourself out of many things, no question. But it, but music, in a weird way, is, it's not like sports. Like, obviously, an athlete, sooner or later, his body is going to age to a point where he cannot compete on the highest level. Excuse me. He cannot compete on the highest level. And music can have that too, or ministry um, can have that aspect too, but I don't think it's one and the same. However, we definitely try to compare it in a lot of ways. Why am I saying this? Well, this also comes on the heel of me doing um, an event called Flavor Fest, which is sort of like a Christian hip-hop slash urban youth ministries uh, conference. So the place is just crawling with hip-hop artists and it's crawling with urban youth workers and um, there is, you know, something to be said about age and relevance and sticking around and things like that. And I did my set, which went really, really, really well. Um, actually, I went first, which I never had done. I was John the Baptist in that sucker. Um, I, was, I went first, and it was actually one of the best slots I could have because people came in right from the jump, excited. Um, but yeah, there was people that kind of like were like, dude, how old are you? Like, you know, you're jumping around like these young boys. Um, you know, that is just, there's no question. It's just something for me that I have to live with on a daily basis that people tend to scratch their head. Like they try to figure me out because I think on one hand, you know, my references, you know, how long I've been around. You'd be like, man, he's, you know, he's got to be on the other side of 40, but my humble opinion, I don't look like it. I think I look like on the other side of 40, maybe in my 30s still. And so for a lot of people, it's sort of like this question mark, right? It's a question mark in their head that they, you know, kind of burns their brain out a little bit. Like, this should not be happening, yet this is happening, so I don't really figure it out. It doesn't fit into my little simple box of what it's supposed to fit in. And, um, you know, even when it comes out, like if someone goes, you know, if someone wants to discuss my age or say my age or talk about my age, they always kind of say it with hesitancy, like they're they're a little uh, nervous to say it out loud because they're afraid they're going to offend me um, by mentioning it. And it's like, first of all, it's only offensive is if you're insecure. And the reality is, I'm very secure about who I am. I'm very secure about my relevance, my age, my place, and who I am. And there's a lot of power in that. Like you take the power away from people. Um, of trying to put you down if you don't give them power for what they're trying to use as an insult. And I'm not saying, like, look, the majority of people I deal with don't do this. They're not on, like, I'm going to get under your skin or insult you 
Um, but the funny thing to me again is, is that why would this be an insult in the first place? It's not like I can do anything about the time of progression on my life. You know what I mean? It's like we've really got the, the idea twisted, especially from a scriptural standpoint, right? The Bible says that uh, a gray hair is a crown of glory um, to those that have it, right? This is what it says in Proverbs. Never have I ever met anybody that walked around with a crowd, with a head full of gray hair like, Yo! Check this out! Like, you're kind of like me who covers it up, right? Like, we're embarrassed if we get grays. Now, granted, the Bible times, to even get to the point where you had gray hair would probably be an accomplishment. If people only averagely lived into their 40s, you're usually dead by your 40s, maybe, or 50s, if that. Um, to even start to sprout some gray hair would be considered a badge of honor. But now, obviously, we're living 80 years, 90 years. You know, what would be considered the end of your life back then is now considered the middle of your life, right? Um, I say all this with the idea that I know that there are people out there that are listening to my podcast right now uh, that are... You are contemplating your own relevance, okay? Maybe you're in your 30s. Maybe you're in your mid-30s. Maybe you're in your 40s. Maybe you're in your mid-40s. Wherever your age sort of lands, you are contemplating the relevance of your life right now, okay? Um, For some people, it might be music. You may be thinking, well, uh, my music, uh, I'm too late starting to do this music, so there's no way I can be relevant. Um, The reality is, you can start at any point to do anything. That just doesn't mean you just don't have the repetitions, right? But age in itself is not a reason for relevance or irrelevance. You can be irrelevant at 20 years old in the prime of your life, so to speak. And you could be more relevant than anyone else at 45. It really comes down to you. It comes down to what you're doing with what God has put in front of you. It comes down to what's your work ethic. It comes down to are you willing to trust God when it doesn't make sense? Are you willing to trust God when the whole world tells you it's over? Now, I'm not talking about foolish faith. Uh, Some people are going to hear what I'm saying right now and have a big degree of foolish faith, okay? Now, what am I talking about? Well, this is like someone who's, let's say they never made it to college and play football, and now they're in their 30s, and or their 40s, and all of a sudden they think, well, I can go out, and I'm going to achieve my dream playing college football. It's like, you know what, man? That ship might have passed, you know? Like, physically, you just may not be able to play at that level, and that's okay. You didn't put in the work when you were supposed to, and now it is too late. That's not to say you can't play on some rec league or anything like that. It just means that you may have to readjust what your dreams are. Now, one thing that is never too late to do is to start your own path of self-improvement, okay? Uh, what am I talking about? Well, I know there's many men out there that listen to my podcast that you, in some regards, have kind of let yourself go, okay? Maybe that's physically. Maybe that's job-wise. Maybe that's your dreams, your goals, your aspirations, or your passions. You've kind of let yourself go. You've allowed things to get in the way, distract you, slow you down, tell you that you couldn't make it, tell you that you can't go after it, tell you that it's too late, tell you that you are wasting your time. Whatever level you want to be at, in your life, 
you are never restricted from improving yourself. You are never restricted from getting better at who you are. Um, I did hear this quote one time that I thought was very, very true. It says, youth is wasted on the young. And I shared this with like somebody one time and they were like, they're like, what does that even mean? It just means a lot of times when we're young, our youth, our energy, our passions, our desires is wasted because we're not taking advantage of the time that we have. Because how can we? Most of the time we don't have the hindsight or the experience or the wherewithal or the trust of the faith. And so our youth is wasted on ourselves. But what I do want to get at, there is never too late for you to improve who you are. Spiritually, physically, emotionally, you name it. It is never too late to improve. Whatever level that is, that's okay. Sometimes it just takes one moment of stepping out. Now, why am I not insulted when my 11-year-old says that I'm old? Why am I not insulted if someone happens to snap a picture of me and it's just bad lighting and it makes me look 10 years older than I am? I mean, don't get me wrong. I will take a little bit of, you know, I get my feathers ruffled over that a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm, I'm so strong. I'm just telling you, why do I have the security in myself? And it's funny I even mentioned this because I went on my YouTube channel where my podcasts are posted and someone got on there and just wrote some really disparaging comments about me. Like, you know, dude, you're still trying to be relevant. You haven't been relevant forever. Da, da, da. It's funny. That's the two things people always try to throw at you. You're irrelevant and you're too old with the hopes that that will get you riled up. But the irony is, if you're even at the point of saying this to me, I am relevant because the fact that you're taking the time to even comment. If I was irrelevant, you wouldn't even mention me. I digress. The point of reason why I have security in myself and, and in who I am and in what I am and in my age and in my, my position and who I am because one, I am always in a constant state of trying to improve, but I'm also always in the constant state of trying to be spoken into to get better. Just two days ago, I spent uh, time with a homie who's a really phenomenal graffiti writer. His name is Phasm. And we just spent the day uh, working on some graffiti pieces, but really I just spent the day observing him, being taught by him, um, learning from him how to improve. Now, am I going to sit down here and be like, I am going to now try to be a graffiti writer and my new career choice is to be an artist and I'm going to be a full-time commercial artist. No, that's not my head space. Um, I enjoy graffiti art or street art or aerosol art or whatever you want to call it just for the sake of what it is. It's a fun hobby. I used to do art as a kid. It's something cool. It's a tool that I get to use to reach people or whatever, but I understand the level that I'm at skill-wise. And that's okay. I'm actually very, very comfortable in that. Um, but you also can't get so comfortable in the position you're at that you stop learning, that you stop growing, that you stop being spoken into. Um, so when I wrote, you're too old, exclamation point, it really should be, you're too old, question mark. Because you're never too old to stop learning. Uh, but let me just give a little bit of practical advice, especially for the men out there who are maybe in your 30s and you kind of let yourself go a little bit, or maybe you're in your 40s and you kind of feel like, well, you know, there's a little bit of my time, uh, a little bit has passed me by and I'm feeling like it's not even worth improving on myself because X, Y, Z. Just a couple simple things you can do 
to have more, I hate to say have more youth because I think that's a little bit of a misnomer. It's really about having more health, okay? Because I think when someone looks at somebody and they go, ah, he looks old, really what they're saying is, oh, he looks unhealthy. You know what I'm saying? Because we equate older with unhealthier. But there are a few practical things that you can do to just increase your health, especially as you get into your 30s and your 40s, especially as men, as they lose testosterone, as they get older, especially as your body begins to change, your metabolism starts to slow down. Um, if there, there are a couple simple practical things that I do to uh, keep my health at a high level, but also to, because it trickles down everything. If my health is at a high level, I can perform at a high level, and that just doesn't mean on stage, it means performing in life, period, at a high level. Um, so, a couple things that I would just drop in here, just things that I do or don't do, so to speak. Uh, men, you, and this is coming from the guy who wrote the stupid Coke Fried Cheeseburger song and the Mountain Dew song. Granted, I wrote that almost 20 years ago. Um, a lot of our health issues are related to diet, and most importantly, this, this dietary level that where we uh, live a life of high processed food, high sugar, uh, high levels of fat, you know, trans fats, um, high levels of fast food. Um, if you want to see a dramatic improve, improving of your health, I would cut out two things. These are two things that I cut out way back 10 years ago probably and saw an immediate result. Cut out all soda. There is literally no reason for you to drink soda. When I cut out Mountain Dew 15 years ago, I saw 10, 20 pounds come right off almost. Because most of that stuff is, is laced with corn syrup, which is like an empty calorie. There's nothing in it redeeming. Uh, it's laced usually with a ton of artificial colors and a ton of artificial flavors. That things will affect your health on so many levels, um, especially as you get older. Uh, those things will just short-circuit your, your, your physical well-being. Cut out the soda and then cut out the processed fast food. Just don't ever go back to it. There's literally no reason for you to go back to it. You can drop, I'm sure, 10, 20, 30, 40 pounds probably just from getting rid of those two things. Um, do I occasionally have a Chick-fil-A? Yes. Do I ever go to McDonald's? Absolutely not. Do I go to Burger King? Nope. Taco Bell? Nope. None of those. I never frequent those places unless I was just in the most desperate of the desperate of the desperate situations. Cut. If you could just literally cut out soda and processed fast food, you'd be surprised how much your health would be improved, especially from an age standpoint. Now, if you're, if you're starting to worry like, oh, my face is starting to look older, I'm starting to get wrinkles, you know, my skin is looking unhealthy. A lot of that comes from the processed foods and the chemicals and the preservatives and the additives. We take it into our body. It shows up on our face. Um, dropping 10, 20, 30, 40 pounds will literally make your appearance look like you are five to 10 years younger or will make your appearance look like you are five to 10 years older. Um, again, just to, just to be transparent with you, uh, a big reason why I don't have facial hair and I keep my haircut really short uh, is because less hair tends to look more 
uh, subconsciously we tend to look at less hair as a younger appearance. That's funny because in my 20s, I grew a goatee because I had such a baby face. I would grow, grow a goatee to look older so people would take me more seriously. Now that I'm older, I have no facial hair because it makes me look younger. Okay? Um, I notice when my hair gets longer, it just tends to make me look older. So I am fighting the perception already that I am too old. So why give anybody a leg up to say XYZ? So I keep my hair cut short and I keep my face relatively clean shaven. I'm literally sitting here. I forgot to shave today, but whatever. Um, part of the reason why I wear hats, because rocking a hat for me takes years off my face. You know, it's funny. These little little things will actually take, you know, sub- subconsciously will take some of that. Um, from a clothing perspective, you know, I'm, I try to, uh, this is a hard way to say it. I try to dress current, but not trendy. You know what I'm saying? Because there is some truth to being so trendy, um, as an older guy, uh, that it can come off a little insincere. Now, what am I talking about? Well, look, and this is not a shot by any means. Um, but at Flavor Fest, like all the young rapper kids, young rapper kids, God, that sounds like an old man thing to say. All the young, younger rapper kids, <laughs> I'll say it again, uh, we're rocking these, it's like a fanny pack, but you wear it over your chest. That's like the new current thing to wear in streetwear is the fanny pack over the chest, right? Um, one, I think it's hilarious that fanny packs are back because we go back five years the only people who wear fanny packs was like some mom at a, an amusement park. Um, now it's okay to wear those. I'm sure they wouldn't call them a fanny pack. They'd call them a, I don't know what they would call it. But would I wear that? No. Because to me, that's super. That's a super trendy thing to wear in streetwear. Um, I'm not saying it's corny to wear it by any means. Like, that's what you want to rock, go for it. But I know that would be, for me, that's a little too trendy as an, as an older guy, you see what I'm saying? So I'll wear stuff that's fashion forward, but I'm not going to wear the most trendiest thing. Also having clothes that fit your body type. Okay. I am a six foot two man. Um, it's harder for me to find clothes because everything tends to be kind of short around my waist. So I rock longer tees cause they fit my body better. Uh, I started wearing slim fit shirts because I'm a slender guy and also I'm, you know, I'm in relatively good health. I think I'm in pretty good health. Uh, and it tends to fit my body type better. You see what I'm saying? And again, I'm just saying this to guys out there that are struggling with their appearance. They're struggling with feeling like they've kind of let themselves go a little bit. How do I look younger? How do I get like a little bit of a spark back? How do I regain a little bit of that And again, it's not about like going, how can I look like I'm a teenager again? That's not what I'm talking about. Don't go out and buy some Jinkos again if you wore those when you were a teenager. (laughs) But there is something to be said about like taking ownership of who you are, right? Um, And I don't even think that's an unbiblical thing. You know, the Bible talks about to, to anoint your head and to, you know, wear new clothes in the sense of like wear something new. Like that's... I think that's either in Proverbs or Ecclesiastes. Forgive me if I'm not getting my thing wrong. There's a fine line between 
your appearance and arrogance and cockiness and just being secure in who you are simultaneously. I think there's some guys out there that are listening to my podcast right now. You're struggling with your appearance. You are struggling with getting your life on track. Um, Even from a health perspective, uh, there is something to be said. Obviously, most of it is about what you eat. But there's a smarter way to work out. I do what's called Tabata workouts. Okay, They are super high intensity, um, but they are very short. And I really only need to do them about three days a week. So I work out harder, but I work out shorter. And I have found that those workouts work better um, because uh, they just tend to, I get more bang for my buck. Most guys that want to go and get their health together go and sit on the treadmill for 45 minutes or they go and get on the elliptical or they go ride the bike for 45 minutes and they sit on there and all that time passes and they only drop three pounds, they get frustrated, they stop going. Um, If you look at our bodies, we're kind of meant to be in motion. Most of us are stuck behind a desk all day. Uh, we sedentary ourselves, and because of that, it increases our our fat gain. We were meant to walk, we were meant to sprint, and we were meant to lift heavy things. That's basically the way our body types work as humans. Um, so what I do is I make sure that I get activity, whether it's just simple walking or movement. Uh, I make sure I do a lot of sprinting-based um, exercises, and I lift. Now I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a bodybuilder. I'm not a power lifter. I do a lot of body weight lifting. Um, a lot of that is because it takes the guesswork out. A lot of that is because I don't like, you know, I don't like monotony. But a lot of it is because at my age, uh, I have to protect my joints and I have to sort of like protect um, the repetitive motion of what I'm doing. So with body weight, your body tends to uh, shut itself down before it could hurt itself. Whereas you might see somebody trying to overlift and they end up like pulling their neck or pulling a muscle or something like that. Um, I'm giving you guys information like water from a fire hose. I get it. This is a lot for people to understand. Um, but if this maybe helps you spark your journey towards reclaiming who you are and getting your life back, uh, there's something about that. Because it's not you are too old exclamation point. It's you are too old question mark. Meaning you're too old. So the next time you think you can't do something, ask yourself, is this because I think I'm too old, exclamation point, or is it because I think I'm too old, question mark. So, anyway, I hope that spoke to you guys. Don't give up. Don't give in. Your life, your life is not over. It is all still available. You still have a chance to, um, to, to, to go after everything that God has for you. That, there's no expiration date on that. And uh, if you dug what I was talking about, make sure you go check out my patreon.com forward slash KJ52. Plug, 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 plug. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. God bless. One love. Deuces.